45, 40, run, William, run! 27 blockers in front, five, touchdown! Joshua Krim! He snapped back, ball down, can't block! They blocked the kick! This is the Orange is Orange or Browns podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I am your host, Chase Smith, and with me, as always, Jeremy Powell. Jeremy, what's up, man? Hey, what is going on, Chase? Chase, we have a new head coach, Kevin yep. Stefanski. Yep. We have a new GM, Andrew yep. Barry. Yep. And guess what? What? We have a new fullback, baby. We Why don't you do. tell us a little bit about him? We do have a new fullback. And joining the show, uh, I don't want to say exclusive because I'm sure Johnny has other requests, but joining the show in one of his first interviews, Johnny Stanton, the new fullback for the Cleveland Browns. Johnny, welcome to the Dog Pound and welcome to the Orange's Orange Browns podcast. Guys, thank you so much for having me on. All right, so a lot can be said about the Cleveland Browns, Johnny. Uh, we're trending a lot of times for not some of the best reasons. Um, just right out of the gate, what were those conversations like when you got this phone call, hey, uh, we want you to fly to Berea to, uh, to kind of join the team here? What was that like? Well, for, for me, I tried to keep it under wraps. You know, when you're, whenever you're called by an NFL team, um, even if, you know, you have the highest, you know, you know, you're optimistic, you have the highest expectations, but you don't want to be, you know, too excited because you don't know which way it's going to go. You know, the team called me in for a physical and I was immediately, you know, excited, but only telling a, a couple of close people until, you know, depends on, on the contract. Um, sure. You know, immediately I was very excited. You know, I've only had so many chances to be able to join NFL teams. You know, I was just recently with the Vikings, um, but to, to rejoin Coach Stefanski over in Cleveland, I was uh, over the moon. So was he your contact? Was he like, hey, Johnny, I got this. I got the job. I want you to join me. Or, or who, who was your initial contact? No, I, I got a uh, call from the personnel guys. Um, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen or spoken to Coach Stefanski since I saw him in Minnesota back in December. Um, but uh, I got to see him a couple times when I was there. Um, he's such a great coach and such an approachable guy. I was excited to be able to, to rejoin him. Let me ask you right now about that, about Kevin Stefanski. He's still new to Browns fans. Browns fans are consciously optimistic. As you know, we went through a lot of changes. We get our hopes up a lot. What can you tell Browns fans about Kevin Stefanski and his style as a coach? Well, all you got to do is, you know, watch the watch the Vikings this last year. They were very, you know, potent in the running attack. Um, Dalvin had a great year. You know, the guy that I've learned a lot from, C.J. Ham. he was just in the Pro Bowl a couple of days ago. Um, you know, they, they owe a lot of, of their success to coach Stefanski. And, um, you know, honestly, I wish I could have gotten to know coach Stefanski more. Uh, he was offensive coordinator when I was there, but, uh, I was only there for two weeks and, you know, on the practice squad, uh, he was the quarterback coach when I was, um, when I was, was with the team in 2018, uh, when I was, uh, just coming out of, um, UNLV. So, you know, when, when I was, when I was there, we had a couple, a couple talks about, um, you know, Blake Bell was another team guy on the, on, in the tight end room. Uh, when I was in Minnesota and he was a former quarterback, I was a former quarterback. Um, you know, coach Stefanski was trying to get something started between a, a non-quarterback quarterback challenge uh, when I was there, but um, that ended up not working out, but it was, you know, he's, he's a fun coach. He's a very, you know, a super knowledgeable guy. Um, and I'm just excited to be, you know, you know, make a relationship with him. Do you think the fact that you played quarterback for all those years has helped you with a position change? The fact that you, as a quarterback, you have to have knowledge of everything going on anyway. Is that a, is that a plus in changing positions at a high level like you've done? Yeah, I think so. I, I think if there's any position that, you know, if you have the athletic capability to, to switch positions from um, and join, you know, join another position, 
I think quarterback's the the position that you would want to come from. Um, you really do get a lot of knowledge from a lot of different, you know, views. Um, you really have to expand your knowledge of the game to be able to play quarterback. And that's, that's what I tried my best to do. Obviously I was only somewhat successful and I didn't get to, you know, didn't get make it to the league or anything like that, but um, you know, playing quarterback, but I was able to find my way there anyway. So, so Johnny, let's allow these, uh, these listeners and other Browns fans to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, just kind of researching your path. It, it's pretty remarkable. The amount of hurdles you're able to overcome and the adversity you're able to work through. Uh, you went to three different colleges. You transferred twice. Is that correct? I did. I did. I did a bounce back uh, program um, where, you know, go division one back down to junior college level to regain your eligibility for the next year. And then, um, and to try to get re-recruited and went back to uh, division one. And really going back to high school, you led your high school to a state championship in California and a very, as a four-star recruit, um, but you suffered a knee injury your senior year, correct? I did. Um, Which kind of, through some plans out the window, you're able to work through that. Um, walk us through what that was like going, like working through that at college and then kind of readjusting expectations. I'm sure it was, it was, it was challenging. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else who's gone through a torn ACL, but I think there's an interesting point where you always, I think once you start running around and start cutting on the field, you feel like you're okay. You feel like, okay, I could play in a game now or, you know, okay, I can go full speed and I'm back to normal. Um, and you're really, it, it's really hard to say when you are back to normal, it's really hard to do that without actually having played in a game. And, uh, <clears throat> after, you know, after I tore my ACL, I was out for obviously the rest of my senior season. Um, I was a freshman at Nebraska when I, um, coming into it. And, you know, they had Taylor Martinez there starting quarterback. They had another guy in front of me. So I didn't have a chance to play that year, which, you know, was expected. Um, the longer you go without playing a game, you know, you know, it's, it's hard to, to really tell where you are, are at that point. And yeah. practice doesn't yeah. really uh, reflect it. So it was, it was a hard point. You know, it was, it was really hard to tell if I was completely healthy yet until really I started, you know, until I played a full season back in junior college. And through your time in college, was playing fullback, did that ever cross your mind? I mean, at what point were you like, man, this is my opportunity to uh, rep the shield? Like, what, 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 like, how did that, like, transform in your mind? You know, I, I thought my best opportunity maybe to join the, uh, join the NFL was possibly a tight end. Um, yeah. that, that was what I trained at when I was, a, uh, when I was going into my pro day. I did um, some workouts at Pro Day as a tight end, as a long snapper. I, I wanted to prove that I could be an emergency long snapper for a team if need be. And I did the, the quarterback stuff, obviously, as well. Um, Minnesota called me after after the draft, um, asking asking me to join um, mini camp, uh, rookie mini camp, as a as a tryout player, as a tight end. Um, and I had trained it, but I'd never gone up against anybody playing tight end. And I think that was pretty apparent really quickly. I you know it was going coming off the line up against a you know a, a second round uh defensive end is is a tough thing to do when you've never played the position before you know regardless um so after minicamp um the team actually picked me up as a fullback which was my first opportunity ever to play fullback um wow. and at that point i just tried to learn as much as possible and you know took all the resources possible to learn so i was doing some research for this interview and i came up with something pretty cool about you um uh your nickname your nickname, Johnny Tebow. Where did that come from? And what were you a Tebow guy? And I, and tell us a little bit about that. So, you know, back in high school, um, 
my friends, you know, in, in the stands who are maybe baseball players, basketball players, whatever they were, <laughs> would, would, you know, love to start chance. And, and I think the Johnny Tebow was one that was one that just uh, kind of stuck w- uh, with them. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've really been called Johnny Tebow much since, since then. Um, it's about to change. Too much sir. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me on this. I got 10,000 followers. You're going to be Johnny Tebow again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what sticks. I don't know. I always, <laughs> I always wanted to be my own player. You know, obviously Tim Tebow yeah. is a great guy to look up to. You know, he's just uh, never got to meet him, but he's a great man. I actually did when I tore my ACL. Um, we had a, a, a similar contact, I think through um, his church or something. And he actually sent me a postcard saying, you know, get well soon after I tore my ACL, which was a very cool thing for him to do. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Now tell our fans, you know, like I said, this is a fan podcast, mostly fan listeners. Um, what is the process now? So now you've signed with the Browns, you go back home to work out, I assume. Do the Browns give you a schedule of when you should be there, what you should do? Are you on their offseason program? How does this work and where do you go from here? Yeah, as of today, I'm on their offseason program. Uh, you know, yesterday took, you know, all day to get back down to Southern California, which is home for me. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm on the off-season program. You know, I rejoined the team in phase one in April. And until then, I'm just training on my own, training with their off-season program, training by, you know, any speed coach or, you know, any anybody that I can get trained by. Johnny, are there fullback players current or fullback players past that you are studying their game and uh, really trying to, to model your, your game after and how that kind of fits in Stefanski's scheme? Or, or what are some fullbacks that you kind of look to model your game after um i'd say i mean obviously the first thing that comes to mind is cj ham up in minnesota he's the guy who i got to train under for a while whenever i was in up there with the vikings um he's a great guy to model yourself after really great athlete can do everything that you want a fullback to do come out of the backfield you know catch passes special teams he's he's a great guy to look up to um mike carney um a former fullback with the with the saints and rams actually lives about five minutes away from my house and in the during the break in the summer when I was uh, back in 2018, I got to train with him uh, a good amount, and he's who I owe a lot of my fundamentals to in, in with the position. And um, I'm getting back together with him to start training again soon. Um, and yeah, you can't you can't say you know guys that you look up to in the fullback position without saying Mike guys like Mike Allstott, uh, Lorenzo Neal, um, yeah. you know uh, Juice over there in San Francisco. Um, there's a lot of guys that you can uh, that you can watch film of and really try to model your game after. Juice and Juice is a Cleveland guy. A lot of people don't know that he is from this area. He's a he's kind of a local legend around here. Um, so, what are your realistic expectations? Do you think you can make a 52 man roster? What is your expectations on the upcoming season? You know, I, I'm I'm not trying to make too many expectations. I'm trying to get better and better and more confident in myself and uh, just you know take it as it comes. Um, I'm I'm trying to battle with myself. That's first and foremost. Um, you know, trying to beat my own expectations of myself. And I think if I, that all goes well, I think good things can happen. But, you know, not trying to set any too high, you know, too high or too low expectations, really just trying to, you know, go with the flow and work hard. All right, Johnny. Well, hey, we don't want to keep you too long. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the podcast. Hey, we're rooting for you, man. We hope you make the roster. We hope that you uh, lead the charge for Chubb and whatever happens with Kareem Hunt and you smash some Steelers and, and Ravens right in the mouth, man, hitting those gaps. Uh, we're rooting for you, man. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, go Browns. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go Browns. <laughs>